0: All right, let's get to it. Hey, world. Hello, everyone.
1: Oh, wait, this is for real? This is
0: for real. We're going. We're live, babe. We just
2: went on a really wild journey trying to get this to record because we are recording remotely today.
0: We are because I am a stuffy, sicky girl. She's a stuffy, sicky girl.
2: (laughs) And I don't want to take credit for your sickness, but I was a stuffy, sicky girl last week. So I don't know
0: i don't so, know give we credit really where credit is other, due though. shout out to helen for the sickness <laughs> but we didn't really see each other uh, we
2: saw I each mean, other on monday
0: yeah that's true i don't A know what it would be from
2: that would be weird if that were the case but but i did have like the same thing last week so
0: i think i also am just like very prone to seasonal allergies and the wet it's usually when the weather changes pretty drastically and like hello it was 77 today yeah. So welcome. Smiling. Wild uh, out there. Well, as you may have heard, Austin Brown's on the call with us. Hey.
2: Hey, hey Austin. <laughs> we are Aww. here with the Kens and Austin Brown for their relationship deep dive. Yeah. It
1: <laughs> <laughs> is so sweet.
2: Yes. And it started off so well with our recording. Situation: I had to like try and log into whatever we're using to record this, and it was at one of those things where there's like a bunch of like pictures where you have to pick like which one has a motorcycle in it. And for some reason, (laughs) I am not a robot, but those scare me so much.
0: (laughs) You are a robot. There's a very funny John Mulaney bit about about that too. Really, he's like he's acting like it's like a riddle from a troll. That you have to insert to get into your browser or whatever. So it's That's very funny. funny.
2: Well, I'm so happy that we get to do this with you guys today. Um, you know what? I actually did some some research um, before this episode that I have to tell you a little bit about. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let's so, hear it. I just was, like, wondering, like what the like, what the stars look like for you guys. Like, what are your signs? How does it all play out? So I, I looked up, like, compatibility for Sagittarius and Taurus, um, and it's actually hilarious how accurate this is.
0: Wait, um, so really?
2: No, nah, yeah. I'm going to read it to you.
0: I've never looked at this before. We've done, like, Enneagram stuff, but have never done the astrology thing. It's... Austin is, like, literally, like, cringing so hard right now. Austin, when you hear this,
2: <laughs> you're going to poop your pants. Ready? <laughs> so does ready. At- At first glance, these two signs don't have much in common. Taurus is known for level-headed, practical, and steady. They're the friend you always turn to for advice and the coworker you always want on your team. Sagittarius, on the other hand, is known for their adventurous spirit and their curious minds. They're so focused on the big ideas that they sometimes can lose track of the day-to-day details. Then it says... Yes. Then, however, sometimes you just click with people who are totally different from you. And Taurus and Sagittarius can sometimes bring out the best in each other. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Taurus can help Sagittarius be more grounded. And Sagittarius can encourage Taurus to leave their home and get on a plane (laughs) every once in a while. (laughs) It says both signs also share a love of learning and they value the finer things in life.
0: Ooh, I love that. Would I you say that like rings that? pretty true, babe?
1: I don't know about the finer things Talk in life. Talk louder. Oh, no. <laughs> go ahead. I don't know about the finer things in life, but the rest of that's pretty accurate, I think.
0: You love the finer things in life. We were watching the King's speech last night, and he's like looking at the all of the stuff in Buckingham Palace, and he's like, "Ooh, <laughs> I love that red box on his desk." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's probably like eight thousand dollars or whatever (laughs) you do like the finer things it's just different than what you would someone else might define as the finer things
2: but I mean as from my perception on the outside that seemed very accurate to me
0: I would agree with that
2: yeah oh man so with that being said I want to hear about like when you guys first like met but before that where where were your lives when you first met like separately
1: (laughs) (laughs) go
0: ahead go ahead austin austin go ahead let's see talk loud
1: i can't have you saying that every single time (laughs) i speak that was much better softer and softer the first time where were our lives
0: Go ahead for yourself, and then I'll answer for myself. Oh, where were you at?
1: I was a junior in college at Olivet at Nazarene University. <laughs> I was an undergraduate, just south of Chicagoland, and
2: at the beautiful I, park-like campus,
1: <laughs> two hundred seventy-five <laughs> acres. <laughs> and I don't know. I I remember. it was it was the fall.
0: Oh, are, are you so nervous? I'm it's nervous. so sweet. I don't
1: know. I want to make sure I sound good.
0: You sound good. This so is
1: a professional fun. podcast, except for the setup experience. But <laughs> anyways.
0: <laughs> okay, babe. Get after it. Let's go. Uh,
1: I was a history major and played in the band, the marching band.
0: Shout out to the band. And I was
1: also a legal studies minor. So I remember being in constitutional law class the semester that we were first introduced to each other. Obviously, we met in the infamous... American heritage of religious liberty class the following semester but not the question I, like I at just, <laughs> like at that
0: li- go ahead sorry
1: i was just living my life and not necessarily interested in finding a woman at the time yeah and right i was interested in going to law school although i think it, oh, really? i think i maybe started being interested in no yeah that was before being interested in preaching so law school was my path
2: Interesting. So you were just going to school, doing the band things, doing the history things, and wanting to go to law school. So, so cute. cute. I love it. Okay, Kens, what were you up to?
0: Um, I was also a junior at Olivet. I was an undergraduate. <clears throat> um, and I was on the golf team. And I was just killing it there. Junior year, I had just finished my like golf season junior year and it was kind of like slowing down at the end of the like kind of entering the off season for golf um probably was like had just finished musical auditions or was about to do musical auditions for into the woods or something um and i like,
2: had to, like line that timeline up with like what was happening
0: yeah just to think yeah. that, that
2: was during that time
0: for sure so and then i'm trying to think what else was going on in my life I had just dated somebody that summer before I came into junior year. And I ended up breaking up with them, like, a couple weeks into the semester. Because he was, like, from back home in Indiana. Back home again! (laughs) Sorry. And (laughs) I think the sickness is making me a little loopy. Um, But anyway, I had broken up with him because he was kind of just not igniting any engines if you
2: may say. I remember <laughs> you I remember you telling me this. Like I think we went on a walk at Perry Farm. Does that ring uh-huh. a bell? Yeah, it bell? does. And you were like this is not. This is this is white toast.
0: Well, and like you know there wasn't a language for it back then, but I for sure had the ick. Like I yeah. had gotten the ick so hard and there was no way out of it. <laughs> 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 Sorry there was no way out of it. And so I broke up with him. And so I I had been single for like a couple months. uh, But mostly was doing my thing with golf and theater. And I was maybe still considering law school at that point, but probably not really thinking about anything career wise. I was just vibing. Most of us were in college, except for all cut to me and helen's um magnet that we have on our fridge of you're making us look bad (laughs) to the people like austin that had it figured out yeah a lot of
2: people made us look bad in college
0: (laughs) it's okay we were just shining stars at the theater come see us in our next play (laughs) okay it's not that serious
2: Ken's was chilling. It wasn't that serious for her. She was doing school things, doing theater things, doing you said golf things. Yes, um, right. Yep. And Austin was thinking about law school, but living his his dreams with the with the band. Okay, living so his bachelor life. <laughs> that's oh my gosh. Tough. Okay, so then let's let's hear kind of what Austin started to get into is like how you guys met.
1: Oh, go ahead. So. I remember, uh, I'll phrase, I have to careful be careful that. how I phrase things. This is for the public record. It's, it's okay, go but ahead. two friends of mine in that constitutional law class one day, they were actually studying for a different class that they were in with Mackenzie called law, law and Western Culture. Right. And I happened to be the TA for that class, even though I'd never taken it. And one day I got a FaceTime call. While I was in the lot. TA
0: being teacher's assistant, if no one knows. Oh my gosh. So he was like, whoa, teacher's assistant.
1: Cute. And I got a call from them. And they were like, tell me all the answers. And number one, I didn't. Like kidding. I didn't know the answers. And I wouldn't have told them anyways. But <laughs> then they were with Mackenzie. And I think just randomly they were like, wait a second. Do you think she's cute? And they turned the phone to her. And the other piece of context teams know is that, for some reason, my sound wasn't working, so I could hear them. My microphone wasn't working, so I could hear them, but they couldn't. They couldn't hear me. And so, when they said, "Do you think that she's cute?" I think I just gave a little bit of a nod or some sort of (laughs) acknowledgement. And where she was wearing her big glasses, she now has smaller glasses. But
0: you hate those big glasses are like
1: falling off her face and (laughs) all that. But I still thought she was cute so they're like okay well let's set you up so I remember that and like they wouldn't stop talking about it for the next two months
0: literally so that was November 6th right Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so that was November 6th and that's when we like met on FaceTime and we like had never met in person literally never crossed paths before that I mean I'm sure we did but like never had any classes together didn't really seem to have any mutual friends or anything but like we were both in the same minor, which is a pretty small minor, relatively speaking, legal mm. studies. And then like, he was in band and I was in theater. So it's like we were both kind of in music stuff, but mm. not really in a capacity that really ever crossed paths. So that was good. Kind of, but we did have some like mutual friends we came to find out a little bit later on. So
1: keep going. Go ahead. <laughs> and then I remember over Christmas break, I... And I stalked her a little bit on Facebook. Same. On Facebook. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, same. And I found this video of her speaking in public at this conference no. that we still bring up. We'll link it in the show notes. No, we won't. And I've always wanted to not say that. that video. Wow. And I thought, I thought it was going
2: to be cute. the Midnight Mondays video. <laughs> 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 Obviously, that was like
0: literally so viral. <laughs> oh. And you thought and she
1: then, was cute. thought she was cute. But I was not like necessarily going to pursue anything. But then we happened to be in the same class the following semester, law, or sorry, American Heritage Religious Liberty, and I was the TA for that class as well, and also in it. Wait, is that true? Anyways, yeah, I was in the true. class for sure, and I can't remember, like, kind of what led up to it, but all of a sudden, end of February.
0: Oh, I can tell you what led up to it. Go ahead. So I was, like literally so for sure even from the moment that we like met on facetime I was like oh that's I'm gonna marry that one for sure you said that oh yeah for sure no literally so we met over facetime on November 6th never talked anything other than that except for our two mutual friends who were like continuing to try to get us to like go on a blind date or whatever and when Haley and I went to Disney that Thanksgiving for my 21st birthday I remember literally being like oh my gosh, in, like, 10 years from now, like, we can, like, come back here and, like, bring our kids here. And I was like, yeah, and I'll be with Austin. And, like, no, I literally had it all planned out. I was, like, I was literally being Taylor Swift mastermind at that point. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that class that we were in in the spring semester, we're in Into the Woods. And our professor did this thing where he was always, like, trying to give us extra credit for things And I and like he would sometimes give you extra credit for going to like a movie night or something or like supporting somebody else in the class. Like he was just trying to, I don't know, build the class community or something. So I had convinced him to offer extra credit to everybody who came to Into the Woods and brought me flowers. Those were the two things. And he was like he was like, Okay, okay. Whoever whoever goes to Into the Woods to watch Mackenzie um you can have extra credit for the class or whatever so that was kind of my way of being like okay if he comes to the musical then I'll know that like he's maybe potentially interested and if he doesn't come to the musical then we've got to work out another plan here um so it was before the musical that you asked me to take notes in the class do you want to share about that
1: oh yeah I had Mm -hmm. uh I did miss class and I didn't trust my one friend in the class to take notes because he didn't really take them. And I'm a, I'm a copious note taker. So I trusted mm-hmm. Mackenzie to do it. And <laughs> when I got back, she gave me these beautiful handwritten notes and I was like, there's absolutely no way that you wrote these. So you for sure rewrote them before you <laughs> gave them to me and she denied it at first, but then.
0: So like that was his sign was that like, Oh, she like likes me because she rewrote these notes. And I was under the impression that like my sign of like oh he likes me was that he asked me to take the notes for him because he was friends with like plenty of other people in the class that he could have asked to take notes for him, but he specifically got my phone number from one of those mutual friends that was trying to set up set us up earlier in the year and he asked me to take notes for him. So I was like, oh, so this was he's using the notes as an excuse to get my number and to, like, start the conversation with me over text. And often you don't feel that way at all.
1: I can't remember. All I know (laughs) is that, like, I just remember it as it wasn't, like, my sign to her. It's more so, no, literally, I need the notes and I trust you to do it. So could you do it?
0: Yeah, of course. It was nothing romantic. Oh. Anyway, so my delusional brain was like oh he likes me so like this is it like this is how it all starts oh my gosh and so anyway got the notes for him and then we just kind of from that point on like kept texting like kept coming up with things to text about he did come to into the woods he didn't bring me flowers but then I did have <laughs> a line in into the woods that was um where I said I don't have the constitution and then, like I don't have the will or whatever and i looked in my like olivet post box the next day what is it
1: what's a post box
0: what is it what is it actually mailbox mailbox? oh i went to the post
1: (laughs) i went to check my mailbox
0: and i had a little pocket-sized constitution in there and it had like this cute little note that it was like hopefully this will make up for not buying you flowers you said you didn't have a constitution so i thought i would give you one or something and And in
1: classic ken's fashion she said
0: huh i didn't quite understand it at first because i didn't think it was possible that he was listening that closely to my lines
2: that's hilarious
0: that's so (laughs) cute
2: though i remember you telling us about that like when it happened
0: yeah so then that for sure was like oh okay so like he's he's starting to like me now and then after that, we, we kind of were texting, but we didn't really hang out outside of class. I think a couple times we would try and, like, walk to class together or, like, I would try to follow him wherever he was going after class. But then eventually, as we were texting a little bit more, he kept this, like, notes tab on his phone where he just kept, like, putting things that, like, literally one time he was like, hey, so are you adopted And I was like, oh, no, I'm not adopted. But maybe let's talk about that in person, about why you thought that I was adopted. What? (laughs) Basically, he saw a picture (laughs) of me with my mom, Dr. J, Megan, Jocelyn, Chris, Justin. And he was like, what's going on? You don't look.
1: It was just your mom, Dr. J, and your mom had a blue shirt on. Maybe it was purple. Who knows? And then your mom was super, super, super tan because she doesn't wear sunscreen. And then Dr. J has his pig, his skin pigment. And I was like, well, neither of these match up to this yeah. pale golfer woman. <laughs> oh
0: my pale god. He's woman. like, she must be adopted. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So we kept coming up with things that were like, we should discuss that in person. And so then finally we had set up a time to go to dinner with some friends because Austin was didn't want to give me too much hope, I don't think. Oh, so he was like, "We'll do a friends dinner with like those two friends who were trying to set us up, and another mutual friend, Matthias." Um, and basically, all those friends bailed, and it ended up just being the two of us. We Did had they dinner. Bail on
1: I think one of them was sick, and then I told the other one not to show up. Nice. So then it was just the Plain two of us. Cool. Yeah, we met in Ludwig, and I remember there were green beans. I can't remember what the meal was. Maybe it was like that green
0: beans, That's like a so uh,
1: pork chop deal they got going on. But then took her
0: out for a pork chop dinner at. Well, it, gets, <laughs> it gets
1: better. Uh better. Th- he she, didn't
0: she... even swipe me into the di- dining. Oh mall. my gosh!
2: <laughs>
1: I don't think you could do the double. I I didn't have a block plan. I uh-huh. had the weekly. Oh my gosh! Um, now they do it unlimited. That Go wasn't ahead. the case, anyways then as the story goes i i think i had i probably had rehearsal later that night so i took her back to larson which sounds weird we went back to larson and the music building and i showed her my tuba in other words i took it out and I was <laughs> wow
0: really... you whipped out your tuba <laughs> yes
1: helen thank you thank you thank you thank you it was out.
0: really a really big yes <laughs> it was huge and
1: the other piece of context is not only was I in band, but this semester in particular, I was really like, I had joined this other group on campus and it was like, I was taking private lessons, I think, at this Big time. Big Tuba guy. Big Tuba guy. And <laughs> so I was like, I wanted to show off a little bit. And like looking back on it, it just sounded like I was like, like, like nice. Um, but then we set up, we need to get past this part. We're 20 minutes in and Sorry. we're just talking about the, the tension leading up. But That's the best part. Then we decided to have coffee that Saturday. At Stafari Cafe in Kankakee. And we talked for like three or four hours maybe. For sure two.
0: Yeah. Maybe
1: three. Maybe not four, but three. And went for a walk afterwards. It was very cold. I was like,
0: um, I'm cold. <laughs> but <clears> and you, then that was basically
2: the coziness of the feelings. Yeah, sure. that's true. So that's basically
0: how it all started. It's all okay, started.
2: so... So, before we move on any more forward in time, like, what would you each say were the initial things that drew you to each other?
1: Hmm.
0: Okay, so, like, obviously I thought he was really cute and kind of had, like, lumberjack vibes. And he we had a truck a and everything. And I was like, love the country spirit on this one. <laughs> um, <laughs> but also, like, not to be too strange... But I think I kind of loved the chase, too, because, like, he was so mysterious and, like, wouldn't really give it away that he was really interested in me. Or, like, he just, like, really was mysterious and quiet and, like, just kind of, like, took time to kind of, like, build down those walls, you know? And mm-hmm. I think it just kind of felt like, ooh, this is a fun challenge to try and, like, crack that. Crack that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Austin, did you feel like you were doing that on purpose? Feel like that's just how you are.
1: I, I wasn't I didn't feel like I was doing that in the beginning. It was definitely kind of happening in like a month or two into like once we had met and had dinner and had coffee. Like I was definitely because of some things that we might talk about later, I do feel like I was giving that off. But I don't know. I, I see what she means about the chase. I think for me, it's hard to remember exactly, but I remember
0: I was the tallest one he'd ever dated or been interested in at all. That's true. So he liked my height. It
1: was more like a five foot three kind of uh, vision at the point. But anyways, five, (laughs) nine and three quarters. Moved on.
0: I can't imagine you with a short girl.
1: Anyways, I was interested because you theater girls. Now I look Mm -hmm. back on it and it's like, it wasn't that big, Austin. But you guys were very, you guys were kind of mysterious. Kind of not clicky, but like different than me. So it kind of felt like I was. joining this like not exclusive group, but just a group that was different than my own. Oh, Austin also
2: same as that's like what Evan said. Not like other girls. (laughs) Different. (laughs) The theater girls.
1: (laughs) But it was (laughs) Yeah, and then she was a she's a golfer. So they're just like more than one thing that made her different than other people that I knew. So I think that's kind of these had so ravishing good looks. That was what I was interested in.
0: You didn't even think um, I was that cute.
1: I did.
0: Oh. It was your glasses that hid the way that you actually looked. Yeah. Were. Yeah, and then you took them <laughs> off, and there was oh! so beautiful. Oh. There are like, none other behind the glasses.
2: Okay. All right. All right. All right. So when – okay, wait. So <clears throat> let's move forward in time, I guess, because there's more to the story, right? Absolutely. Okay. Let's move forward. Continue.
0: Um – I mean, to make it a long story short, kind of that whole spring semester, we were just, like, basically getting to know each other, like, hanging out super late at night, and he came, did you come to a golf meet? I don't remember.
1: No, that was the fall.
0: No. So, we were, like, hanging out a lot, just kind of testing the waters, but, like, not really fully committing. And we would kind of be, like, oh i think that we should date and then we would be like oh actually no i don't think we should and there was just a lot of back and forth which was like kind of traumatizing not gonna lie um but not all love stories are like an easy simple path from point a to point b okay so if this is helpful to anybody then absolutely maybe that's a good thing
1: yeah do you know the gender breakdown of your audience is it primarily women
0: it's primarily women yeah
1: well Mm -hmm. if any of any brothers are out there listening part of part of what she's oh. saying is i struggled a lot with anxiety that semester and like wondering if it was the right thing but but more than just wondering if it was the right thing like if god was leading us toward that direction but like looking back on it i truly was struggling with anxiety so yeah i can definitely understand why she has uh trauma from that time because it was yeah. very much like we go up up, up 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 and then <clears throat> down and we can't talk to each other and then we do it again There are probably three three specific moments I remember of that happening between March and May.
0: Yeah. It's like in that time it felt like, oh, this is like such a long time. But it's like it was literally like a couple weeks that we were like so back and forth, you know, March to May is not that long. Right. But it felt like a long time at that point. Um so anyway, then actually that May I was taking a summer class. I remember oh, this part. <laughs> After, okay, there's so much here, but basically, there is so much. <clears throat> basically, I was taking a summer class, um, staying at your house, Helen, living with you and your parents. I remember. And I had to go to golf nationals for one week of that summer class, where Aust- I went up to go stay. I went okay. I went up for Austin's birthday and took him on like a little date where we went to Top Golf and dinner and stuff. And then I was going to stay at his house with his parents. And then he was going to take me to the airport the next morning. And then he was going to pick me up at the end of the week. The date went like amazing. And like, I was fully like, okay, perfect. Like we're going to date when we when I come back from nationals. And he like, was so nice that whole week while we were at nationals and like, we were FaceTiming every night, and, like, he was calling me honey and stuff, and I was like, oh my gosh, for sure, like, this is, like, happening for sure now, and then this freaking dude, I get back, <laughs> off. I'm gonna, like, literally get so mad at you just thinking about this, I'm just kidding, but then he picks me up from the airport, and I, like, immediately can tell, like, once I get in the car that something is wrong, and I was like, can you just tell me what's wrong? And he was like, let's just wait till we get back home. And keep in mind, it's, like, late at night at this point. And so we go back to his house. Austin's, like, probably, like, getting, like, PTSD (laughs) talking about this. But we go back to his house and we go down to the basement. And he's basically, like, this is, like, the final time. Like, I'm not – we're not going to do this. Like, we're not going to be together. I just don't feel like it's the right thing. And, like – I just feel like I need to, like, let this go. And I was literally like, um, you're wrong. Like, I straight up was like, you're wrong. And you're going to come back for me. And so just know that I know that you're wrong and I reject this. But I'll let you figure it out for yourself. So then literally.
2: Crazy.
0: Yeah. So dramatic, us little browns. Um. And then I, I drove back to Bourbonnais and I think I stayed at Haley's house and like, or at Haley's apartment and I was just like a literal mess. And like for a whole week, I was basically just like in breakup mode because it felt like I was being broken up with, even though you never were officially my boyfriend. And then like a week goes by and we start texting again a little bit, just to be like, are you Okay or whatever (laughs) sorry
1: for sending you home at midnight to drive an hour
0: and the the behind the scenes is is what happened when you woke up
1: my dad was like what in the world is wrong with you which is funny because he's not a tourist but he's very (laughs) level-headed that's probably where i get that from my mom's kind of like that too but um for him to be like what that was his stuck out
0: his parents were like a big part of me like being like oh I'm for sure marrying him when I met them Aww. the first time like it just immediately was like oh this is like home these are my like future like in-laws like I just was like oh this is like home for me it felt like such a good fit like his parents were both teachers and my parents were in education so it was just like it felt so familiar and like he was the only child I was the only child that like it just felt like a very, like, easy fit. And so, so okay. his dad that morning after he had, like, sent me home or whatever, he actually didn't send me home. He was like, no, like, you need to stay. Like, you shouldn't be on the road. And I was like, "King, I'm not staying here like a pathetic little weasel and sleeping at your house <laughs> after you just broke up with me. I'm literally going home. And so anyway, he he woke up and his dad said you need to fix this and about a week later we started texting again and then <clears throat> we had the day off from class for some reason and then austin came down to bourbon a in his little truck and his favorite shirt and he gave me some flowers and asked me to be his girlfriend and i was like um i'm gonna have to think about it <coughs>
2: mm-hmm. Go ahead. i remember
0: that happening
2: I remember Yeah. So Austin, what would you say like during that time were you just, do you feel like you were just like super anxious about the fact that like you felt like she could be the one or did you just really not think it was going to work out?
1: I think it's a mix of things. Um...
0: I think it was a lot, sorry to speak over you, but I don't know if you feel comfortable sharing so I'm going to open it up for you, but like I think it was honestly kind of some like Christian like trauma a little bit. Like not in a, not in like a, a bad way, but like, yeah, kind of in a bad way because I think so much when you're like 21 or whatever and you're trying to be a Christian and be like, okay, like I have to be doing God's will for my life. And like, I see this a lot with like students at Olivet even where it's like, they're not sure if they should go to Olivet or go somewhere else. And it's like, I just don't want to, like, mess up God's plan for my life. But it's, like, you're going to, like, literally become paralyzed if you feel like every single decision that you make is going to cascade your life into some deep, dark pit if it's not the exact right step that God has for your life. Like, that's just not how he operates. Like, you can, like, take steps of faith and, like, choose your own directions and like what am i trying to say here
1: i think i was waiting for god to be like yep go ahead and yeah. it was more like mind you the whole time i think i also like realized that around that i was kind of mistaking fear for guilt so yeah this thing i would feel it was really it was uh fear of just like something new or yeah. yeah, something new. And so, but yeah. I only, I didn't like really know how to interpret that. So I think I was interpreting it as the way I'm feeling is me. I know that God is saying no, but I'm still trying to pursue this. So that's what I'm feeling when in reality yeah. it was, it was fear. And it took me a long time to get over that and to now there, you know, there is a chance, I don't know. In the beginning, maybe I did feel like God was saying to wait, yeah. but after a while it was probably more just me, um, yeah it's kind of hard to interpret that
0: yeah I think we're both just kind of in like vulnerable spots with like trying to do the right thing but having such high high emotions of just like really really liking each other but then like also kind of processing like the back and forth of those few months and also like that's just a hard time in your life too like junior year of college like figuring out like I'm about to go into my senior year like what am I going to do afterwards like how do our lives align after this like and I also think Austin and I were both in a place where we were like you know I'm not really interested in just dating anybody anymore to just simply date them and like have a good time I think we were both very much like if we're gonna date and choose to become each other's boyfriend and girlfriend it's because like we really want to be serious and probably get engaged and married like relatively quickly after this you know like yeah so it didn't it him asking me to be his girlfriend didn't just feel like a okay let's try this out but it felt like a hey like I'm really serious about this and like I can see us getting married one day yeah <clears throat> so do you think so at that point then um you know he comes
2: comes over you know flowers ask you to date him you say you need to think about it and then obviously you end up dating. Do you feel like at that moment is when it became apparent that you guys knew each other was the one like another moment later on?
1: I don't think I would uh, phrase it as knowing that she was the one, but I would agree that it was like for those two months, March to May, we were hanging out so often. Like if she didn't have rehearsal or I didn't have rehearsal or even after rehearsal, we like, we would be with each other. There was one night where we sat in my truck in the oaks, or no, the Grand parking lot, until four thirty in the morning. I got out of the truck and birds were chirping. So,
0: like, there wow. was just so.
1: Like, she was like, she was the only one that I was interested in. And so then, like, when we started dating, she gave me a look. Um, <laughs> when we started dating. It was like, yeah, like of course. It it, it didn't feel like we had just started dating in May thirty first because we'd really been dating since March first.
0: Right. Right. I honestly like yeah honestly the moment that I was like okay like I know I mean I definitely felt that when I first saw him on FaceTime but then I feel like for me it was more confirmed by like meeting his parents and we also got to spend that whole summer of us dating from like May to August or whatever So I was doing an internship in Chicago, and so I was living with my sister Megan in, like, Logan Square in Chicago. And Chris. Oh, yeah, and Chris and Millie. Wouldn't want to forget them. Mm -hmm. And Austin was living with his parents, so we were only, like, 25. (laughs) Hmm. We were only 25 minutes apart. (laughs) There's there's a story that's going beyond why I'm laughing here, but anyway. We were like twenty five minutes apart from each other, depending on traffic. Yes, and um, so we got to just spend a lot of time dating that summer in Chicago, which was kind of fun because most like quote unquote Olivet couples have kind of a hard transition from dating in like the Olivet bubble, then to like dating outside of the Olivet bubble. And for us, like we kind of really started like our actual relationship totally outside of the Olivet bubble dating in chicago so
2: yeah. i remember you telling a lot of fun stories about like just fun dating
0: things in the city oh yeah like cream dates and just
2: fun things like that right
0: for sure like i mean we would go to wicker park all the time um explored lots of fun coffee shops and restaurants and bookstores
1: if you've never gone i'd also recommend the chicago uh chicago river architectural tour yeah that was so it was fun very fun <laughs>
0: that was definitely one of my favorite dates that summer Nice, that's
2: awesome. So then you get back to school,
0: yep. And you
2: only have a few months until you get engaged, right? You get engaged. Was it January? Yes, that's
1: correct. That January, right? si- January, 6th January, 5th? January January sixth, or January fifth? January fifth, because yeah. then we got married. Did July things 6th. then
0: shape up once you were back? Actually, like I feel like we kind of hit like a little bit of a rocky bump, like at the right, right at the beginning of senior year kind of making that transition back into college life because it was like oh my gosh we just had so much freedom to like hang out and do what we want and like be together all the time and then we had to kind of adjust back into like oh the Olivet rules and like not really being able to see each other all the time and like not
1: rules but just you had theater and golf yeah and school and i had school and band and working for the center for Long culture and
0: yeah and like being around other friends and people that want to like
1: that's true speak
0: into like your relationship where it's like right. okay well we didn't really have anybody that was like not affirming of our relationship over that summer
1: yeah and also we, <clears throat> we weren't dating when we had left school so then for some people it was new yeah. that we were dating but yeah and i remember that and
0: but for the most part it was pretty smooth sailing and then around like thanksgiving christmas time I basically told him, I don't remember if it was at that point or a little bit earlier, but I was like, listen, I need at least six months to plan a wedding. Uh-huh. His parents are teachers, so they were like, you can do June or July. And so <laughs> it was like, and my sister, well, not my sister, but my best friend, Jill, she was getting married in June, and my mom was already planning her wedding in June. And so it was like, well, we've got July. And then we... <clears throat> basically like had decided on july 6th before we even got engaged
1: yeah there's some weird just to redeem i feel like we talked poorly about god and uh god in the sense of like him leading us so yeah. like not waiting for god to be like yes go date that woman <laughs> but i do i do believe there's like this weird moment where like july 6th just popped into my mind and looked it up and it was a saturday and, that and then worked. the
0: place that we wanted to like have our ceremony Like Austin looked it up and they were like available to book on that, that Saturday too. So it was like, okay, like, I guess this is happening.
1: I also had a, well, no, I think what actually happened is we looked at like some other, not looked at, but we like drove by some other venues and then you kind of like mentioned this place. And then I actually had a, this kind of weird Pentecostal preacher, but I had like a dream where it was July 6th and it was that place. And the other, the other interesting thing is that I looked back in my photos and I actually had a photo of. Me reading a book that had talked to, had this beautiful paragraph about marriage. And I wanted to mark the time and place where I read that. And so I have this picture of me in my car because I was about to pick someone up and I was reading the book. And I had my watch in the picture and I had uh, Perry, the Perry Center, where we met. In Which the is background. like, why?
0: Why would you ever take a picture <laughs> of your watch and your book?
1: I just wanted to know. <laughs> and looking back on it, it was the day that we met. It was November 6th. The day
0: that we met, he took a picture. Of a book, of a paragraph talking about marriage, in front of the rec center, which is where I was sitting when we had that FaceTime call and met. That's whack. That's wild. Isn't that crazy? So anyways, July but 6th. anyway, so Wait, yeah, and you met pre-
2: on what was the date you met? November sixth.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you, is six in your is your number. I guess so. My gosh. Uh, November sixth and July sixth. So That's cute. That's yeah cute. and then he was like i said i need six months to plan a wedding and he proposed on january 5th so he gave me six months in one day uh austin t- austin okay austin tell the proposal
2: story
1: so my parents we were in michigan visiting my grandparents and my parents drove me down to richmond where kenzie lives lived and <laughs> on the way oh yeah also we also knew that we were going to get married because I, I have a photo in my phone from like June 18th of like taking pictures of rings that were in like a display case that we passed, and then also in it would have been fall break, so September after we started dating, we went to Webb's jewelry store in Winchester, Kenzie's actual hometown, and kind of picked out a ring that she would want if we were to get married, hmm. and so I kind of organized that with with uh, Richard the jeweler the jeweler and <laughs> i picked it up on the way there and turned my location I'm like oh weird my location service is turned off that's weird <laughs> and then picked that up and so I had it and we went to Chicago when we went downtown and we got off the train at Millennium Park and there's this beautiful like when you walk back from Millennium Park toward Maggie Daly mm, what's the other word that goes with that Maggie park? Daly
0: then just Maybe. park yeah yeah, hey, let's
1: do, do it. in Park. There's this beautiful view of the skyline, and I was like, "Well, yeah, let's do it here." So, like, I didn't have any idea in my mind before that. And then we went about our day. I think we probably got coffee. I think you remember. Sorry, everyone. She ripped my corded mic. She ripped my corded earbud <laughs> off. Oh um, no. Anyways, we. Went to Panera that day, too. We Went to Panera the first day we started dating, too. Anyways, and we're having Panera tonight (laughs) for dinner. Wonderful. Um, But we went about our day, and then later that night, um, I had bought this ornament, which this was January 5th, so shortly after Christmas. I bought this ornament. So,
0: like, giving an ornament after Christmas.
1: I bought this ornament. What's going on? Because I didn't see you (laughs) until... Anyways, I bought this ornament at the world's largest Christmas store, which is located about 45 minutes away from my grandparents. And it said soon to be engaged or soon, soon to be married to mrs. Brown. soon to be mrs brown and oh
0: that's
2: specific so like, did they make that for you
1: yes it was <laughs> like i i bought the ornament and then i paid them to paint it on there nice and that's... so i took that out i gave it to her and she was kind of nice. like oh thanks because she thought that i meant like one day and that's fair but i was kind of <laughs> like well and actually it's gonna happen right now and well
0: i actually kind of like knew but i was like All right, get on your knee.
1: So I got on my knee (laughs) and she said yes. And then she shoved that ring on and then it didn't come off. No, not quite. But
0: (laughs) yeah, the ring was like literally three sizes too small. Shout out to Richard, the jeweler who thought he knew my size without ever measuring (laughs) me. Cool. 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 Thanks, Richard. Um, But it did go on because it was so cold outside that it worked. So anyway, yeah. And then we got married six months later. I feel like we spent a really long time on just that part of our that's okay it
2: was so, okay. like so intricate though and so interesting
1: we're both so- like details people Well, also it was a very like emotional and thought-provoking time like a lot of stuff was happening and yeah so, so we so- got married
2: over, wait, so over the next six months while you're planning your wedding and things, was there any point where, I mean, it seems like you guys were both like, oh, no, this is like, this is the plan. This is, you know, what we're, you know, is happening for us. But, like, were you ever like, this is crazy. What are we doing? Or never? Um,
1: I don't remember feeling like that. I don't
2: think so, no. You were just like, yeah, we're fully, we just graduated, we're getting married. Like, you didn't even think it was crazy. Like, holy crap suddenly well we married I, w- <laughs> I don't know just thinking about that kind of thing even when you have a long time to think about it honestly like, like
0: wow. we were so busy oh sure. that spring semester of senior year that like i barely planned my wedding like my mom mostly did it sorry i'm very stuffy go ahead
1: i would say and this is not like i think one thing that you can get in trouble with when you're an adult is like you just forget a lot of things so I'm sure we did have some of those moments. I do remember kind of being like, not playing a chicken with God, but kind of being like, all right, man, here's your time. You got six months to tell me if I was, if my anxieties were right the whole time. And of course that never happened. And in, in fact, there were you know various affirming moments of it being the right choice, but no, I think it's very natural. Uh, and it's the cookie cutter story of getting, of graduating and then getting married Um, but honestly, like I wasn't even pursuing that. I just kind of, it just happened. It just happened that way.
2: Yeah. I remember, like, I remember when you asked me to be your bridesmaid and I I think it's hilarious, like not hilarious, but like, I don't, I didn't like get to know Austin super well during, I don't think much of your dating time, but you told, like you told me you're engaged and I was like, amazing. Like I had zero. (laughs) I just was like, so excited. I had zero really? Like, I don't even know this dude. Like, you sure? I was just like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I just remember being really excited.
1: Thanks, Helen.
0: Thanks, Helen.
2: Undying support. I love it. Of course. Of course. Anything from my homies. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So then your wedding happens. What do you guys feel like are like your most memorable moments from that like day or weekend?
1: I... (sighs) Maybe it's because I'm a boy, maybe it's because I'm just who I am, but I... Are you about to say you have no memories? No, no. I was going to say, if she didn't, if Mackenzie didn't plan, didn't feel like she planned anything, then I certainly didn't plan anything. I think I made, like, one decision, and it, by decision, it was like, this or this. And that's fine, and that's a you good role. You decided
0: what color the guys wore. Oh! Ah!
1: So anyways, <laughs> I made a big decision. But I remember... Let's see. Well, we, first of all, all the guys, all of... My groomsmen stayed in this old um, former, like one-room schoolhouse h- that they converted into. Uh,
0: okay, we gotta keep moving. No, no small details. <laughs> Only a few <sighs> minutes left, and she's been, we've barely gotten past our wedding.
1: It was a checked pattern on the tile, and no, uh, we <laughs> stayed in there. I remember that. I remember I asked to stay. I asked for my cousin to stay in the room with me. There were two twin beds. That I wanted him to experience
0: details. That. Oh,
1: what else do you want me to say? She asked why it stuck out. Helen, ask us the hard hitting questions. I can't <laughs> stop lobbing it up there for us. Give us give us the truth.
0: I'm
2: just so happy about you remembering the two beds that you and your cousins slept in. That's very cute to me. Okay. came of very Roses would say,
0: Manusha. <laughs> Manusha
2: alarm. <Ow. laughs> what do you remember, Kens? What are your moments?
0: I mean the biggest thing I remember is just like it was so beautiful Mm -hmm. like all of the colors put together were just so beautiful that we picked like all the bridesmaids dresses were like in some capacity like interwoven into the reception details and just lots of different textures and very boho themed and I loved my dress that was like probably one of my favorite parts of our whole like actual wedding was I loved the dress um I also just loved, like, the dance party that we had. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that it rained. I know some people are like, boo, rain. But I loved that it rained. It rained in, like, my favorite movie on their wedding day. And so I was just, like, loving it the whole time. So- it rained in
2: twilight on their wedding? <laughs> it's actually <laughs> about time. You've never heard of it? Mm, I've heard of it. You've mentioned it before. <laughs> yeah.
1: I didn't get to finish my thought what i was gonna say was i didn't like necessarily i didn't have any expectations and so like our wedding was fantastic it was and fantastic and everyone and other people keep saying it's fantastic and more so than uh just the like niceness of oh your wedding was great like you had a great wedding so i'm very grateful for how everything turned out and
0: to my mom for doing everything
1: yes so that- it was yeah
0: so yeah,
1: I had
2: as a consumer of your wedding, <laughs> five stars. It was ever. It oh, was boy. so much fun. Just such a beautiful day filled with so much love and joy. Aww.
0: Yeah. I agree.
2: Okay. So after your wedding, let's not get like super detailed, but just like tell, give me like a brief synopsis. I know that like right after that, we kind of went into COVID. So like, How have things like shaped up since then? And like, where are you now?
1: Since COVID?
0: Well, okay. So after we got married, we almost immediately started working for Olivet, Austin in the office of alumni, me in the office of admissions and Austin got his grad degree. um, And we got promoted a few times and that was really great. And now we're both kind of on our fourth year of working at Olivet. Um, we lived in an apartment <clears throat> for a while that was like maybe like two or three blocks from campus. And then we actually moved even closer to campus to rent from Olivet over here in like a little duplex thing. And then last October, when they told us they were going to be selling the building, we were like, should we buy it? And we bought it. So now we have a duplex and we live in one side and then we rent out the other side. So that's kind of a fun project for us to do together. Um, We've done some great vacations with family and yeah, we have a very like busy life because we both like are just we love to work and we love to talk about work. And so it's fun that we work at the same place so we can talk about work a lot together. Um, but then also I think we, um, we just, like, could talk to each other for ages, you know? And, like, we love watching shows together. Yeah. And we just – we love being with our family. Like, I love being with his parents and, like, he loves my family. And, like, we just – our families really click and everything. So that's been a huge, like, blessing – the last couple years um obviously we've like recently gone through a little bit of like a hard time with the flooding and everything that happened in our house but i think honestly like we've kind of come up come out even like closer would you agree yeah gun to your head <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> would you mm-hmm. agree i wish i had a That's awesome. machine <laughs> what's that it's
1: a tiktok sound oh cute you know, you know
0: oh
1: you know you know
2: we know we know we know but that's so sweet i love you guys's life you guys are so cute Aww. so okay let now that that's the story everyone has the story now 54 minutes don't forget it
0: <laughs> <Jeez>.
2: <laughs> but i guess i just have some fun questions a lot of these are similar ones or the same ones from from uh our episode but okay i guess we'll start with how do you guys feel like you're alike
1: we both are kind of hot or cold people. So it's either like we're doing the thing and we're doing it to the fullest extent. We're talking about work all the time or we stay at work, you know, extra or get there early, whatever. Um, or we're like, please don't talk to me. I'm going to sit in my room and <laughs> oh yeah, that's actually, that's a better comparison. It's like, I am doing the dishes and I'm doing them as quick as possible and as well as possible. Or it's, I'm in my room. Don't talk to me. I'm depressed.
0: <laughs> yeah. love that I would agree with that we're both very like I think it I think in a lot of ways that we're alike it's kind of the only childish kind of qualities in us too of just like can get really obsessed with things like very deeply you know and like kind of you hang on to it for a while but then like then something else comes around and you're more obsessed with that thing and um I think we're also just alike in our like just kind of attachment to our families and that kind of being a core thing and then obviously i think we're very much alike when it comes to just like our faith and how we want to like use like our i don't know how would you describe that
1: we, um wow i was about to like go <laughs> into the most like k-love kind of version of it oh. but we i think there's an understanding that our lives are not just for us to live uh, there's kind of like a accountability to where we can't just like do exactly what we want. And yeah. the, I don't like the way that's the uh, way I phrase that, because it makes it seem like if I'm following God's will, that I'm doing something I don't want to do. It's just more so you, there's a path and you're not letting yourself wander down your own path too much. You know, that you're ultimately called to something higher and like your life is meant for a higher purpose than just fulfilling your desires kind of thing.
0: Yeah. I think we also just, like, um, obviously this is, like, probably only children, only children vibes again of just, like, we have, like, I think we both grew up with, like, just these wild ambitions of, like, what our lives would be like as far as, like, Austin wanted to be a doctor and I wanted to be an actress and, like, just the sky was the limit for us and that was, like, just based on encouragement and support from our parents being like you can do whatever you want forever even if it was maybe a little bit not true you know and so then I think like we're also just kind of like processing through at the same time of figuring out like okay what's really important to us in our lives and like what do we want to do with our lives to like give it purpose and to like Enjoy it, but not enjoy it in an extravagant like flamboyant over the top way, but in a way that we feel like we've like served other people and that we've loved people well and that we've like created community and that we've yeah you know just kind of maybe not like surrendered our dreams or anything, but also just kind of coming to terms with like let's like do the best we can with just like a very small and like gentle guiding force in our lives too, you know? Yeah, that
2: that makes sense. Ah, So sweet. Your guys' lives are so sweet to me. I love it.
0: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: So, okay, so moving on from being alike, how do you guys feel like you differ?
1: She's really loud.
0: Yeah, he's really quiet.
1: Um. <laughs> obviously, I'm being hyperbolic, but she is. And like he's a, an
0: introvert I'm an extrovert introvert,
1: extrovert and like kind of like the most classic senses just not shy and not shy and not shy it's more so I feel like a new person when I go drive for 40 minutes uh, by myself and then she feels like a new person when she does any type of social activity
0: yeah um, I'm trying to think of other ways that we're different I love games, and I'm really good at games, and Austin yes. is, like does the, not I, like games, like and he's not very good at games.
1: Oh!
0: <laughs> oh, man. He's good at, like, trivia games. I won
1: the other game I played the other night. You, yeah. You got last. Okay. Anyways. Um,
0: You're okay. both very competitive. That's how we're similar.
1: We are competitive. Let's think of one more way that we're different.
0: I like to buy a lot of things, and he does uh, not buy
1: yeah. anything. Yeah
0: next next. okay
1: fire around
2: fire around <laughs> next okay so what would you guys say is like your couple superpower like so with is or with the ways that you're alike like say about like that I don't know how to describe that just like what makes your differences or the ways that you're like like really strong for your for you guys as a couple Did that make sense
1: Yes.
0: I almost feel like our differences are our superpower. Like the moment that stop, he's like gagging. I kind of feel like (laughs) the moment that I am like, oh my gosh, I can't do this, or I'm like freaking out, or I'm like really sad, or whatever, then he is kind of on the opposite side of things. Or like we both just kind of process like big emotions differently. Or like, so if I'm like, feel like I'm going crazy, he's usually very. he's usually very calm and vice versa. If he's kind of internally panicking, I can usually be like, Hey, zoom out. Everything's okay. Like it's pretty chill. Mm -hmm. So I almost kind of feel like that's our couple superpower of like, neither of us are usually both in the boat, freaking out that it's drowning. Usually one of us is able to be like, it's all good. Just get your paddle. So anyway, I like
2: that. I like that superpower what would you guys describe about each other as the most interesting thing about each other?
0: Ooh, go ahead.
1: Let me think about that for a second. Okay,
0: I'll go. I just think Austin is an Enneagram five. If anyone here knows the Enneagram, shout out to the Enneagram. Um, And I just feel like fives are so interesting just in how they like, I don't know, just how they go through life and how they, like, process and, like, retain information and just, like, Austin knows so much. Like, his brain is, like, a literal library of, like, folders upon files, upon binders, upon, like, it is just, like, literally he can, like, have a conversation with just about anybody because he knows so much about everything. Yeah, it's It's so, like, fascinating to me, whereas I'm, like, I can talk to you about theater, all of that, golf, (laughs) done. (laughs) So anyway, go ahead,
1: babe. I would say this has been happening a lot recently, which is why it comes to mind. I know a lot about, I know a lot about things and I know kind of like proper, especially when it comes to the work world. Like I know a lot of strategies or theories and Kent will be telling me about a problem she's having at work. And then, you know, she'll say, She'll say like what I what she thinks and then she'll say and then they said, like, oh, gosh, she actually said it to them. Uh, <laughs> so she's just very good at um, saying like how she feels, but not in like a not in like a flippant way. But or like uh, I won't give examples, but
0: are you saying I'm brave?
1: You are brave. Thanks. Uh, you're very brave. Are you
0: saying I'm sweet? You
1: do what's required. Oh, you're very sweet.
0: Are you saying I... Oh,
1: people are going to gag. Anyways, that's what... <laughs> Next.
0: Next! Next! Okay, do
2: you guys have any fun nicknames for each other?
0: Yeah. Oh, boy. I call him B.B. Osen. Oh. <laughs> Osen comes from Austin. But long story short, my nephew is named Easton. His brother would be like, B.B. E. Sen B.B. E. Sen, And so I called Austin B.B. Osen. And so,
1: and then there's BB Austin and BB Osen, and for a while we would say like one of us like no no no, you're BB Osen, I'm BB Austin.
0: (laughs) And like actually sometimes like I call Austin Kens, I'm like hey Kens.
1: And I'll refer to myself as Kens.
0: And he'll call me (laughs) Austin. So yeah, that's probably the weirdest route we go.
1: Then you know Mackenzie has like eight nicknames ended up like on her own. So there's Mackenzie, Kens, Kenzie, Kenzer. mrs ken's Ken's, little miss
0: little miss Um, mrs ma'am today
1: uh, mrs ma'am is when she's being very obstinate and then today (laughs) it was miss mess because she said i'm a mess and then
0: i call you mr babe sometimes (laughs) Yep. so there's a lot there's a lot there are a lot that's That's really vulnerable of us
1: which is funny because like we put on our suit and tie or for her blazer and blouse whatever it is and then we're at home, we're like, B.B. Olsen. Hey, like, B.B. Olsen. Like, if only people on Berg 2 knew that I was <laughs> like this. So cute.
2: Oh, that is cute. Okay, next. Next. What is, what is something on your guys's combined bucket list, like at the top of your combined bucket list? At Ready? Let's
1: say it out loud. Oh, gosh. Wait, Ready? not the top. So not that's the top. Ready? Good. Okay, yeah.
0: Three, two, one. Band Pacific... Dunes.
1: Oh, good. I was going to say Pacific Northwest. Oh, perfect. So that works out.
0: Okay, we want to go to the Pacific Northwest, play golf specifically at this place called Bandon Dunes. Just explore, like the Portland, Seattle, all that kind of stuff. Nice, that's, babe.
2: Nice. Ooh. That's awesome. What do you guys have like any plans for that in the foreseeable future? Is that like a far off?
1: Um, no. Yeah, that's a good point. Bandon nah. Dun- <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> Bandon Dunes costs like three hundred bucks per person to play, but I mean, I, I would I would even go up there and not play, but. Um, maybe, wouldn't be this summer because we have lots going on, but next next year maybe.
0: Yeah, maybe like fall, yeah. spring of next year.
2: Nice. Okay, next. so in oh. another version of, Ken's asked us this question. In another version of your lives where you guys were still together but doing something with your lives, what would what would that look like? What would you be doing?
0: Van life.
1: Oh. Van Whoa. life.
0: No, I don't think we could do it. We're both too big.
1: Oh! <laughs> Sorry. How dare you say that? Oh my gosh. That's okay, true. you go ahead. What would um, you say? I'm glad you said, yeah, anyways, it is true. No. Is it like we're married, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're still us. We're yes. just in a
0: different version of our lives. I
1: would say a different version, we're like country pastors somewhere. What? You're teaching school. Country pastors. And I'm like the I'm teaching school. The preacher a school boy. teacher. Yeah.
0: This is this fantasy. Yeah, or, literally.
1: No, or <laughs>
0: Oh, I have one. We're farmers in Iowa. That's Austin true. has taken over his uncle's farm. And I just have chickens. And I potentially work at a coffee shop in the area Ooh. that his cousin is, like, the manager of. Oh, yeah. That's, like, not that far of a C-O-O. way. Um, reality. But that's probably the more realistic other version of our life. I love that for you. your pretend lives. I yeah. would... I would
2: come visit your farm.
0: Yeah, come out out to the farm. We've got four wheelers and tractors and all kinds of stuff. The Iowa State Fairs and oh my god, come
2: on over. We'll go get a pork chop.
0: Pork chop on a stick.
2: Yum. Yeah. All right, guys. So, not to get like a little risque here toward the yeah. end, but like, what oh, would gosh. you say your biggest what?
1: And we work for a university. We have to be careful here.
2: I'm not risque. I said, okay. Listen to the question before okay. you get all up in my beeswax. The question was, "What is your biggest pet peeve about each other, Austin?" Ah! <laughs> risque <laughs> was not
0: the correct adjective. Oh geez. <laughs> Okay. My
1: biggest pet. Pardon.
0: Peeve. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, babe. Biggest pet
1: peeve. Well, does one jump to your mind? Sure. Go ahead. That's fine. Be careful.
0: I was just gonna say. Let me pull
1: up my documents. No,
0: my no. I was gonna just say like your beard
1: hairs. Okay, that's a fine answer. It's a problem known to all men. Also, the issue is when I trim my beard. Which Details. No. Nope. I did it last night. I don't wear my glasses, and so I can't quite see the little hairs. So yeah, she's put like, the glasses on. They're all over the, my bag. I'm like, I didn't know. I don't know.
0: Okay, what's your pet peeve?
1: My pet peeve.
0: There's none next.
1: <laughs> Maybe I'll keep thinking on it. The only thing that comes to mind is that Ken's is very much a quality time and words of affirmation person. Yeah. So sometimes it's like.
0: Yeah.
1: Sometimes she just like asks for words or asks for time, and she's just. You don't need it. Hank,
0: can you come sit by me yeah. for a while? Like, no,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna stay here actually, <laughs> and you're gonna be okay.
0: <laughs> that's so oh, true. No. Oh no, that's so true.
2: <laughs> I love that. I do the same thing. Evan just knows. I'll be like, Evan, and he's like, what? And I'm like, can you just come here and just on around my uh, shoulders? And he's like, yeah. yeah. And I'm
0: like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I you relate to that so hard. I'm just like, hey, may I please have a hug? Like I say that multiple times a day. May I please have a
1: hug? It's true. And he's
0: like, oh, oh, come here. Come
1: here. Right. Come here. I had to switch to that because if I even like so much as, and this is real, this is not hyperbole. If I so much as go to hang my coat on the rat, she's like, I said I want a hug.
0: (laughs) I'm a little
2: needy. Next. Next. Okay. Two last things. The second to last is to someone who's never met your spouse, how would you describe
0: them? Ooh. I would say Austin is. He is so sweet and he is smart and he's just going to work really hard on whatever you give him. He's a very hard worker and he just cares so deeply about people and about doing things the right way.
1: I would say I've, I, early on in our relationship, I remember when I first met Ken's. I asked people that like knew her. Or no, I was talking about her and some girlies that were in the same class as her were like, oh, I don't know like if she'd be right for you. Cause... Literally just because I
0: raised my hand and talked to so her. So I was really like,
1: Mackenzie could come it. off like strong to the person that's not paying attention. So I would just say something to the effect of "Like, there's more than meets the eye and there's like a great softness to her and like obviously very like loyal to her friends and also very smart and very hardworking and I don't know what else to say without sounding cliche, so.
0: And the best wife in the world. Absolutely. Wow. We
2: love all the positivity going around, going around right now.
0: Okay. So
2: the final thing is, is how we ended the other episode so if you guys just had to tell each other something like if you just had to say well Ken the way Ken's described it was if this is the last thing you were gonna say to Evan which I, w- I don't think that's what I'm going for here but if you're just like say <laughs> saying something out to the world but also to her like what what would you want to say it you know memorialized here on this podcast for life
0: for your children oh to gosh. listen to one day oh hey babies bbl sends
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: um. Next, next, no, <laughs> you go. Okay, I think I would just say thank you, um, just like a thank you for like being someone that I never knew that I needed, um. I very much was like, great, I'm good to, like, just be this independent woman, do my life and climb the ladder and do whatever. But, like, life is just so much more meaningful and whole because I get to do it with you. And I, you're my favorite person in the whole wide world. And I love you so, so much. Aw so sweet
1: i would say something on lines of
0: say it loud (laughs) loud and proud
1: full circle folks (laughs) i would say sometimes as married as a married couple we are to be one flesh scripture says but we very much are two individuals that brought tons of experience and opinions and ways of being to this one home And so there is going to be some tension, but especially with me, I know that I can be in my own head a lot and I like to be alone and I don't know, a lot of my life is like, kind of like I can be very self-sufficient, but I would want Ken to know that at the end of the day, no matter how inward facing I am, that I'm very grateful for her. I love her very much. And I do want to be with her, even if it's not, Exactly in the ways that she would prefer with my hand around her arm or hand around her shoulders and yeah just like ten or ten millimeters apart at all times. Like <laughs> do
0: life is the best thing about being married to BB Olsen is that we have fun together. It's one of our Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I'm so glad that we got to learn the full story here. Um, And I hope that everybody enjoyed listening to this. Uh, I certainly did. And I love you guys. And it's just so, so happy to hear your life. And I just, it's crazy. We said this, I think in a different episode recently, but how our lives are really just beginning. So it's just, it's exciting to have this like kind of documented now. And then
0: just for sure. Onward and upward from here, folks. Onward and upward. Upward. Thanks for mm-hmm. listening. Sorry about my snotty, stuffy voice, everybody. But we love you. And thanks for joining us, BBL Sen. Thanks, awesome.
1: Like, <laughs> like, follow and share. Helps us <laughs> with the <laughs> algorithm.
0: Oh. Yes. We'll see All you guys right, next y'all. time. Mm-hmm.